Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. Now, if you've ever purchased a car, chances are you took it for a spin first. Typically, this is done with the salesperson in the passenger seat, tempting you with optional features and making sure you don't decide to skip town without paying. But what happens if you take one of those turns a bit too sharp or someone cuts you off at just the wrong time? Who's on the hook if you total your car before it's officially yours? Oops! As with many legal questions, that's easier to ask than answer. Car dealerships, like most businesses, insure their inventory against damage or theft. Dealerships spend thousands of dollars a year on insurance policies, with a price tag for larger businesses reaching into the millions. Often these policies come from either the manufacturer or the company they use to finance their inventory. This coverage is usually applied to the lot as a whole rather than each car individually. They also tend to be reasonably broad, encompassing all manners of loss or damages. These policies would usually cover any accidents that occurred during a test drive, even if that isn't necessarily what they were intended to protect against. Although, you might be still required to cover the dealership's insurance deductible. So, case closed, right? The insurer covers the cost of repairs, and you go on your merry way. Well, not always. Remember when I said this was complicated? If you've ever had to file an insurance claim, or just listen really carefully to those Allstate commercials, you know that determining who's at fault is a big part of the process. Usually, playing the blame game is counterproductive. But when it comes to insurance, someone is going to have to pay for everything. It's only fair that the person or group responsible for the accident is the one responsible for paying for it. If the dealership's insurance company feels that you were responsible for the accident, they obviously aren't going to want to be the ones footing the bill. If you were speeding, ran a red light or stop sign, or were reckless or negligent in some other way, the insurance provider might refuse to cover the damages. This sort of thing is rare, but if it happens, the dealership is going to have two options. They can either swallow the loss or go after the person responsible for damaging their property. I'll let you decide which outcome seems more likely. Mm-hmm. Getting your personal insurance company to pay out often means suing you for the damages. And that's where things can get messy. Messy in the metaphorical sense, anyways. I imagine things got literally messy when you scattered bits of car across four lanes of highway, but that usually goes without saying. Drivers who were speeding or texting behind the wheel will find it hard to avoid the blame, although there are mitigating circumstances that might change who's held responsible. For example, let's say that you were driving along, really trying to get a feel for the car, when your phone beeps. You look down to see who's calling and don't notice the vehicle in front of you slowing to a stop. 
You, of course, slam on the brakes, but it's too late to keep the front of a car that isn't yours yet from merging with the back of someone else's. In this case, the fault would be considered 100% yours. And your own insurance company would be liable for all the damages. You wouldn't be paying very much out of pocket, but don't think your provider isn't going to start jacking up those rates. Now, let's go back a bit. Cue the dated rewind effect. Now, instead of you distracting yourself, what if it's the dealer's fault? A test drive gives them an excellent opportunity to expand on their sales pitch. They can really get into all the reasons you absolutely need that new Ford Focus. And hey, while they've got you, have you heard about their new deluxe package for only $20,000 more? Why, that's basically free! They're really getting into it. Maybe a little too much. In fact, as their animated gestures caused you to take your eyes off the road at precisely the wrong time. While you were technically the one driving, it could be argued that the salesperson bears much more responsibility than you do for causing the accident. In that case, they'd be at fault, right? Well, maybe. The dealership probably required you to sign a form or two before letting you get behind the wheel. Among these would have been a waiver freeing them from liability in the event of an accident. The exact terms will vary depending on the laws of whatever state the accident occurred, but it's pretty hard to avoid the blame after signing that kind of document. And don't go thinking you can dodge the issue by deliberately making your signature impossible to read. If you put pen to paper, it's your responsibility. It would ultimately come down to what exactly they did to distract you, and it can be hard to say on whose lap the blame would eventually land. All of this is assuming lawyers would need to get involved at all, which is far from certain. In some jurisdictions, this is because the driver's insurance is always responsible for covering the damages no matter what. Even if that isn't the case, the dealership may encourage you to use your own insurance instead of theirs. This is especially true if the test driver was unsupervised, but be careful before you say yes. Not every insurance policy covers driving a car that doesn't belong to you. So it's always a good idea to check with your provider before making any promises. Another option that the dealer may pressure you to take is simply buying the car you crashed. Whether or not this is a good idea will depend on how severe the accident was. If all you managed to do was scratch the paint or ding the bumper, you might be better off just taking the car and getting it over with. On the other hand, the lender may try pressuring you into buying a car with much more severe damage. A minor fender bender is one thing, but if you're going to end up spending thousands of dollars on repairs, buying a damaged car might not be in your best interests. In a worst-case scenario, an unscrupulous dealer may try to convince you that you are required to purchase a vehicle you damaged, but that isn't the case. That's what they have insurance for. Unless they don't have insurance which in case, you might not want to get into their car at all. Driving an uninsured car is always dangerous, and if they're cutting that big of a corner, just imagine what else they've skimped on. Now, I'm not saying it'll definitely break down the moment you're off the lot, but you know you're in for an unpleasant surprise sooner or later. The good news is that accidents during test drives are incredibly rare and tend to be quite minor. This may have something to do with dealerships being fairly cautious about who they'll allow to test drive their cars. 
Yes, test driving seems like an integral part of the car buying process, up there with making a down payment. But dealerships aren't required to give you one. The most common reasons for refusal are that the prospective buyer either didn't have a license or had one that was expired. They're also pretty iffy about letting drivers loose with high-end rare or high-performance cars. These tend to be prime targets for thieves and joyriders. So it makes sense that some dealerships are cautious about who they let behind the wheel. Speaking of which, are there any cars you would really like to take for a spin? Why don't you let me know down in the comments? I know I've got my eye on a yellow Ferrari. While some dealerships are very protective about their cars, others are more than happy to let customers keep the car overnight before buying them. But this practice is rare. Insurance companies don't like it for the obvious reason that it's an added risk on their end. It also further muddies the water in terms of liability. And if there's one universal truth about humanity, it's that no one likes extra paperwork. Oh, and taking out the garbage. The important thing is to be careful whenever you're behind the wheel, especially if the car you're driving isn't yours. <laughs>